Welcome to the Limitless Healing Podcast, where everyone is welcome to take a front row seat and listen in on inspiring conversations, stories of healing, and action steps to help you live your best life. My name is Colette Brown, and I am passionate about all things wellness, mind, body, soul, inspired by my own personal transformation from unwell and not knowing where to turn to thriving and flourishing and motivated to help you do the same. I share this platform with medical doctors, wellness practitioners, chronic illness survivors, meditation and mindfulness gurus, innovators of products from food to technology and more. Think of it as a one-stop shop for wellness resources where you can listen to professionals from around the world to help you thrive. Join me Mondays and Wednesdays while sipping a cup of tea or making your favorite meal as we explore the world of wellness together. This is the Limitless Healing Podcast. Today's episode, we're talking sugar. This is a substance that is highly addictive and it's something that is really hard for people to kick especially in the American diet. And I wanted to share first a little story about myself. Uh, Growing up, I was in sports and before we would go and play the sport after school, we would go drive to the local convenience store where we would purchase a large 32 ounce diet Coke or diet Pepsi and slurp it down like it was water. And this was also the eighties craze of sugar-free fat-free, and you can have as much as you wanted. And I started noticing this correlation of after I would drink it, that my stomach would start hurting. And, and I thought I was doing good because I wasn't consuming the sugar, but on the other side, I was getting stomach aches and So eventually down the road, there's a lot of information that has now been released on sweeteners, which is a whole nother episode, but I began to have more of a sugar craving and a sweet tooth. And I was known to have a sweet tooth when I was little. So going into my adulthood, I remember going to a doctor and asking him, can you please just scare me about consuming sugar? And he said, yes sugar is bad. It's very bad and kind of cynical. And I, I walked away and I thought, well, that didn't scare me, but I would see the effects of consuming sugar on my body. And then I started to understand that sweeteners were bad. So I I needed to know more. And so I, today I wanted to just present you with some scientific data on sugar and how it does harm our bodies. And then towards the end, I'm going to give you four ways that can help you kick your sugar habit. So let's dive in. So the CDC in December of 2021 released the numbers on Americans who have diabetes, the shocking number 37 million. Now this is type two diabetes. Let me just clarify. This is about one in 10 people and type two diabetes is preventable. And according to Harvard, they found that nine out of 10 cases of type two diabetes are preventable. And they outline a few guidelines, including 
not to have a sedentary lifestyle and to exercise more, limiting your alcohol consumption, nutritional awareness, and not smoking. They found that smokers are 50% more likely to develop type two diabetes. So how much does sugar play into health problems? And how does it play into them? So sugar is a pathway to stimulate the dopamine reward circuit. Once this is activated, dopamine is released and feelings of euphoria and pleasure are experienced. The body wants more. It demands more and it continually needs more of this sugar to get that same state of bliss that it previously achieved given by dopamine. So some people that are addicts with different substance abuses uh, will have the same craving and desire, but we're talking today about sugar. So research wasn't able to be conducted on humans in this sugar relationship, but scientists actually observed something really interesting in a group of patients that were undergoing bariatric surgery. And for those of you who don't know about bariatric surgery, this is a procedure that people will have done to lose weight. There are different types. There's the gastric bypass, the lap band, the gastric balloon. So an observation was made and this was published in the NIH. There was 154 participants who prior to their, their bariatric surgery admitted that they had problems with high sugar, low fat foods. And what was found is that they were at greater risk to transfer their addiction to sugar with a new onset SUD or substance use disorder in the post-surgical period. So they basically transferred that craving, that need for that dopamine release to other things post-surgery. So very fascinating of the proof that sugar is very addictive. Cardiovascular disease and sugar. This is fascinating because in the 50s, the Sugar Research Foundation funded a study on sugar and they discovered significant links to heart disease. And guess what? They didn't like what they found. So they buried it. They pointed to fat and cholesterol as the major contributors and downplayed the role of sugar. Years later, researchers went into the archives and pulled out the studies from the Sugar Research Foundation and showed the correlation of sugar and coronary heart disease. And they published their findings in JAMA. And by the way, I'm providing links in the show notes to these studies so that you can go in and look at them on your own time to discover more information. So the Center for Disease Control also stated that in 2017, Americans on average consumed 17 teaspoons per day. This means about 57 pounds of sugar are consumed a year. That was in 2017. Let's fast forward to COVID. I think that number went up a little bit and could have doubled. I don't know. So if Americans on average were consuming 17 teaspoons per day, what should it be? Well, the American Heart Association recommends that men consuming about nine teaspoons or 36 grams and women about six teaspoons and 24 grams. And actually they should probably be less, but I think that's a very realistic number to hit. And yes, it includes fruit and all the additional sugars that you're eating, the beverages you're consuming. So if you're sitting down to breakfast and you have your nice healthy glass of orange juice, 10 ounces, 24 grams of sugar, that is a female's complete sugar intake requirement 
for the day. And then to that, you add your bread that has sugar and your jam that has sugar. And the list goes on if there's pancakes and syrup. So there's always that we can consume sugar. A lot of people have a habit of going to Starbucks and getting a grande mocha. If you do this, uh, 35 grams of sugar, 12 ounce can of Coke, 30 grams of sugar. If you look at strawberries, one cup, eight grams of sugar, blackberries, one cup, seven grams of sugar. If you have one cup of cauliflower, it's two grams of sugar. So you see where I'm going with this processed food, very high in sugar, whole foods, a lot less and a lot more fulfilling, and you're going to get a lot of beneficial fiber. So I just want you to imagine what it could look like in your life. If you can, can take control of your sugar intake or can take control of your health, what would it mean to you? What would it feel to be pain-free to lose weight, to have more energy, to have the mindset of being present with those that you love without feeling not well and off. And by the way, sometimes we get into not feeling well chronically, and we don't know what it feels like to feel healthy and be pain-free. So it constantly weighs and wears away at your psyche and your presence because you're constantly in this state of turmoil and it doesn't have to be that way. So I want to share with you four steps that can help you in your addiction with sugar, or even if you're not addicted to sugar, you can transfer these to other areas of your life. So step number one is essential and that's knowing your why look really deep inside. Why do you want to feel better? Why do you want to quit sugar? Is it to lose weight? Is it to have clearer skin? Is it to not feel in pain? What is, what is your why? And so once you have this number one answer of why you want to quit sugar and why you want to feel better and feel healthier, I want you to go a step beneath that and write down number two on your piece of paper and look at your first answer. So if it's to lose weight, your number two under that is I want to lose weight because and fill in your answer there. So is it to feel better in my clothes? Is it to not struggle when I'm going up the stairs? Whatever that answer is, keep going, right? Number three, number four, number five, number six, and number seven on a piece of paper. And ask yourself why for each answer that you write down. And by the time you get to number seven, this should be your true answer of why you want to feel better. And maybe the first answer is losing weight, but the number seven answer is because you want to be present with your children in the future, living happy and healthy and able to play with your grandchildren on the ground and run around with them and show them what a healthy life looks like and be the example. So now that you understand your why, and you might want to pause here and just go through that experiment or do it later, let's see how our relationship with sugar, we know that it triggers dopamine release, a neurotransmitter that controls that pleasure and reward, reward motivated behavior. And the more sugar we consume, the more our bodies demand it. And 
research shows that when we give up sugar, our bodies can go through withdrawal symptoms. So lethargy, anxiety, headaches, muscle pain, insomnia, chills, and more. So just be aware of that. And so it's something that you might want to ease into and not go cold turkey, or maybe you're the kind of person that needs to go cold turkey. And that's fine too. Step two, know where sugar hides. We know that sugar is in desserts. We know that it's in drinks and it's in condiments. There are places that serve fry sauce that is high in sugar content and it's in salad dressings, barbecue sauces, very high content. So flip over the label, look at it, read it and see how much you're consuming. And I think it will surprise you. It's in bread. It is in cheese. It's in non-fat milk and they don't have to disclose how much sugar content is there, but it's everywhere. So look at what you're consuming, know where the sugar hides, do a food journal for a week and just write down what you're eating and maybe even the times that you're eating it. And you might even see that when you're consuming the sugar is when you're in a slump or you're nervous or whatever the case is. And you can kind of see where you're, you're needing it, you're desiring it, and it might help you in your journey of kicking your sugar addiction, figure out how much sugar you are consuming. So if you do the journal tally up how much sugar you're eating at the end of the day and do an average and see if you hit that 17 grams a day or 17 teaspoons of sugar a day, or is it more? So I'm, I I'm really curious if you give me feedback on that to get an average of listeners. So step number three, now that you know what you're eating and where sugar hides, what are some alternatives to your favorites? So can you replace that soda that you're eating with a more natural alternative? For example, I love a beverage called Spindrift. And the reason I like it is that it is a bubbly water with some natural fruit essence, and it's not the quote natural flavors. And by the way, that word natural flavors, when it's in your products, be aware because we don't know what natural flavors is. It could be one of many different items that can be chemically altered, contain ingredients that you don't even know that you're consuming. And this is cumulative. And so it adds up. So try to be aware of eating things that have that quote natural flavor. So that's one reason I like Spindrift. If you need a sweet fix, have fruit on hand and snack on it. Because if you're eating a whole fruit, it has fiber too, that will help to process the sugar in your body. If you love sweet coffee, try bulletproof coffee. And that's a whole nother episode as well, but bulletproof coffee, you can do at home by simply taking your coffee and preferably organic and adding into it some coconut oil, some grass-fed butter, dash of cinnamon. I love cardamom too. Blend it. And it's very rich and it kind of counters that effect of that creaminess that you're you're missing and give it a try. If you like ice cream, there are some great recipes that you can do making your own. There's also alternatives, avocado and coconut. And again, watch that sugar content and see what your relationship is to that and why you're desiring it, when you're desiring it, and you might be able to mitigate it that way. So reducing sugar to natural sources is really the way to go and weaning yourself off slowly again, or if you need to go cold turkey, that's up to you. Step number four, replace 
food rewards with other pleasures. And this does not mean replacing one addiction for another, but if you are having that craving and you're really wanting your midnight bowl of ice cream, what about taking a hot bath or drinking some water or having a cup of tea, herbal tea, go on a walk, eat healthier meals. So you feel satiated, sleep more and stay away from triggers. And maybe that means not having it in your home. So taking and removing sugar completely out would be an option and just keeping fruits around. So what are some objections that you might have? I hear these often. It's too hard. I don't have time. I don't know how to cook. I'm too busy to cook. I don't have time to shop. Um, By the way, there's a lot of food delivery services that will go and pick up groceries for you. I work so I can enjoy pleasures in my life. So sugar is a pleasure and I deserve that. I think I'll keep doing what I'm doing now. And if it gets worse, then I'll take action or I just don't have self-control. I can't do it. So all these objections that might come up for you, have it circle back to what are the negative effects of sugar on my body? Do you know what you're doing to your body? Do you know the diseases that you're creating? Do you know that sugar feeds cancer? Do you know that you're at risk for type two diabetes? Should you continue down this path? dig into your why, understand why, what it means to you. If you could kick this, if you could feel better and show up healthy, vibrant for those that you love and for yourself, most importantly, and you have to take charge. You have to make a conscious decision right now to take charge of your life. You are in control, nourish your body, replace things that don't serve you and replace it with things that do and bring in not just healthy food, but healthy relationships, healthy friends, people that can help improve your life and that inspire you to do better. And that don't have those bad eating habits because those are contagious. When you get around people who have a constant drip of sugar and they're constantly constantly wanting to, to have things and consume things that aren't good. And you're around them. It's, it's a little bit harder to say no. So surround yourself with people that are on that same path as you are. And if you took anything away from this episode, whether it's one of the four steps of cooking sugar, or it's scientific data that was presented, share it with someone because the more that we share, the more we can make a difference in the lives of others and collectively be healthier and ultimately happier by really caring for ourselves. And if you liked this, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a comment, leave me a five-star review. Doing this will help the platforms push it out to more people and let more people understand the mission of this podcast, which is to help others be their best and feel their best. So thank you for your time. And until next time, be well. You just finished another episode of Limitless Healing, where we dive into all things wellness. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with your friends and family. Together, we can plant seeds of hope that leads to transformation in our lives and the lives of those we love. Let's get healthy together.